we need a little bit of an update because some more people have entered the world. Some have left. Two people who've entered the world in particular. We should are... say goodbye to people who died. Yes, all the people who've died on goodbye, this planet. Claire and everybody else who's died on the planet since we last mentioned the birth of a baby, mm-hmm. which was indeed Neil and Ruth's. Since then, two other babies have been born on the planet. Earth. Wow. <laughs> the population's so gone up. Oh, dear me. Um, the babies in particular are William, William Witcher. And it's a good name for a baby. Indeed, Alice and Rob, Victoria's uh, sister and would-be... What would you call the Rob, the father? Not brother-in-law? No. Yes, brother-in-law. Not really. <laughs> Are they married? No. Oh. Oh, dear me. Oh, dear. We'll, we'll skip over. I'm not sure we should be congratulating <laughs> no. on anything. Uh, and a child born in sin. And then, and then, of course, yes. um, Charlotte Hiley and her lovely... Oh, God, I can't remember his name. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no way am I stopping Stop. now. No. <laughs> no, you have to stop. No. There's to... too many funny bits. I'm not losing on this. Actually, we'll have no, to... No, you have to phone live and do it after live on no, the podcast. No. No, I can't say. I don't remember the name of it. But to be fair, they're not married either. I don't know his name. I've only met him twice. But... Go on, you have to phone Victoria live on the podcast. I'm not stopping. It's been too good. <laughs> you all edit this bit no. out, won't you? <laughs> it's not unfair I mean to be, I bet you he doesn't know my surname no I'm sure he I mean, I met him twice there you to go to be fair absolutely he's a, he's a very nice chap and we should meet more often actually <laughs> I mean, he had tea in our house when apparently they were pregnant at the time oh yes uh, how pregnant but, was he no but we didn't know we didn't know Ooh. you see they came and we didn't know they were they were test hello what, what is his surname because it's, it's it's Charlotte Hiley you don't know either Something like what? Okay, well, anyway, their, their baby, their new baby is called Zachariah. Yes. But, well, no, but we need Brandy. Brand, Landy. Zachariah James Landy. There you go. There you go. So they're not, they're not calling him after Hailey then. Good. They're not married. Okay, fair enough. Okay, right here. So John can't talk about either of them because they're both sinners. Both so. sinful. Yeah, oh well. Bye-bye. I hope this microphone is good enough to have picked up what she said. <laughs> no, I think it won't. No, so we've got two lovely new pieces. This is the most beautiful dedication we've ever recorded. Now let's begin the real podcast. <laughs> Everything is the real podcast, which we're just about to begin. I've got a feeling it's going to be quite serious. <laughs> Nothing like this time at all. <laughs> let's carry on. John, let's begin now. Okay. I don't. I don't like planning in advance, Nick. Okay, we won't in future. Let's then. never plan in advance. Let's Nick's trying to make me do things like I am trying to make you do things, but I won't ever again. <laughs> I promise you. Don't touch me there. I remember that. Okay, well it's episode forty-five, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Forty-five RPM. We've reached a significant number. Oh, you got excited about this at thirty-three as well, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I did. Next excitement will be seventy-eight, and then there'll be no more. Excitement. No more excitement ever again. If you want to email us, it's podcast at rumdoings.com and you can, for the new kiddies who don't know what an emails are, yeah. is send your tweeters, hashtags, rumdoings, whatever that means. Is I that don't right? Know. Well, there is actually a rumdoings Twitter account, which is There's at rumdoings. There's an rumdoings, but I but think... I've never done anything I with it. Probably I'm still waiting for Jonathan to create this website he keeps promising us. That's Jonathan Tinsley. Yeah. Instead of giving us websites, he provides us with fizzy pops fizzy to pop. drink, which he's given fizzy us pop. today. He's so lazy that Jonathan Tinsley, the way he only spends his... All the spare time keeping rock paper shotgun online <laughs> yes exactly. who does he think he is not building me a website for free yes exactly here's and he's today he's got us the um have you, esteemable fentman's curiosity cola and victorian lemonade i've never had this victorian lemonade so, so what we're going to do is we're going to do something daring we're make we're going to come this is not alcohol well it is botanically brewed so there's probably 0.05 percent of alcohol but uh, we're going to combine them because, of course, when we know that cola and lemon goes well. Yes. So I leave cola it, and lemonade is delicious. So I leave it to you, bar steward, to do the combination. This is interesting because the, the lemonade's got ginger and herbal extracts. It is. It, it's piquant, I've heard. Uh, and Give it a shake first, though, obviously, to mix the sediment. Yes, because they're non-fizzy, aren't they? Well, they're a little fizzy, but... but I don't want to shake yeah. something fizzy and then open it yeah, in my bedroom. Yes. I mean, the studio. <laughs> yeah, the studio. Um... What's the topic? Oh, it's to- more fizzy than the cola. What, what's the topic today? The topic today uh-huh. is should we abolish the pocket calculator? Yes, for the kiddies. For the kiddies. Yeah, and that's the topic. Excellent. I'm going to taste some of this lemonade before I mix it with cola because I'm trying to taste like. Taste it neat. Does it taste of lemonade? Not any recognisable. It's not. Well, 
Tastes like lemon is what it tastes like, which is delightful. Good. I'll have some lemon with my cola, please. It, su- it surprised me with its lemoniness. Made me do that lemon face. Indeed. Have you done that? Been on YouTube and searched for um, babies tasting lemon for the first time? No, I've just given my baby a lemon. How, you didn't video it. No, you're she, the worst. She, she at didn't the seem to find it. She didn't seem to Wait. find it that distressing. Yeah, she finds porridge more problematic. Really? Lemons. Well, cold porridge. She doesn't like cold stuff. Cold porridge. She she started clapping. She just learned clapping yeah, the day before yesterday. Oh she? yes. And she can't quite do it yet. So it sort of sometimes misses, and and sometimes she holds her hands together like the Dalai Lama, mm-hmm. waving it up and down. But uh, no, she she's very pleased with with her mechanics. There you Let's go. Taste this. So you've mixed the Curiosity Cola with the lemon. Mm-hmm. Well, that's nice. Is it good? Hmm. Mm. The essence of tang. It's as peculiar. It doesn't taste anything like mixing coke and lemonade. No, it doesn't. It's a very different sort of. Yeah. It's a much more fragrant herbal mixing, isn't it? It is. So, John, what's got your goat recently? Um, I can't stand people who complain about the coalition government. Really? I think they're doing a fine job under very difficult circumstances. The difficult circumstances haven't been going into coalition with the evil Tories. Yes, that's, that's, right. a, that's a difficult circumstance. And, and having to then um, renege on every promise you've made, that must be quite a difficult circumstance as well. It's peculiar that, that well, well, we'll put it relish into with which they... Let's go on then, let's talk, let's talk about well, yes, tuition fees. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they've already done many things. You know, they've started fiddling with uh, child benefit in order to <laughs> abolish... It's the good job you said benefit there, eh? Hey? Yeah. In order to abolish the um, notion of universality, because then at some stage, as I think Robert Morgan pointed out, um, they can then everyone say, knows Robert Morgan. Yeah, they can then say, um, "Oh well, you know, the NHS is unfair. Why should a poor person pay for a rich person's treatment?" You know, and at that point, it all starts unraveling. So it's a very clever way of completely destroying the notion of universality. So you start setting up two tier services. You then privatise away bits of the tiers and then get rid of the other. And that's what you do. So as part of their social experimentation done under the guise of austerity, they've decided to increase tuition fees in an unlimited way. Mm -hmm. And they want to set up what they call a market between universities. So universities can charge what they like and they can also charge what they like for different um, courses. So, you know... Business studies course, nice and cheap. Nursing course, less cheap because, you know, it's more expensive to run. But that makes sense because, you know, we need more business yes. studies people and fewer yeah. nurses. That's right. So uh, did you actually watch Vince Cable give his talk? I didn't see Vince Cable. I saw Nick, I watched Nick Clegg's uh, earlier promises to do the very opposite. Well, Vince Cable gave a talk and he effectively said, I enjoyed receiving my education for free. I probably couldn't have been educated unless I had gotten it. Anyway. <laughs> yes. And... I was furious. I was very angry. Why are you about not it. furious anymore? I still am furious. Be more furious. No, I, I'm now channeling it into discussion because of all the things, of all the nasty things to do. I think attacking education that way and turning it into a, lug, a luxury item that one can purchase and that could only ever be purchased and used very selfishly, mm-hmm. I think, is deeply unpleasant and goes to the core of a broken society when we start devaluing education to that degree that it becomes just another um, service industry I think we're in severe trouble you know mm-hmm. education should be at the core of what life's about um, everything else should be done to the aid of education so you have a free health service so you can be healthy enough to do everything else and you then you do everything else so that you can gain more knowledge that's pretty much yeah. the essence of life isn't it Whereas now we're saying, well, that's something that some rich people do. Yeah. Um, and they do it in order to make their jobs more prosperous. And that's such a horrible Philistine way of looking at education, mm. isn't it? It, it? It's it's deeply unpleasant. Now they've given, they've said, well, well, you won't start paying back until you're very rich, i.e. you've earned about 18 or 20,000 pounds. Because, I mean, that's very rich. Yes. Um, and, um, but we will massively put up the interest... Oh, well, that's they're, nice. That's they're doing as well. They're putting up massive interest. That's um, as I said to you earlier, if we uh, wish to fund every undergraduate degree, it would cost us around four or five billion pounds. Um, they've just put down corporate. They, they've just put down corporation tax. Giving them the corporations a lovely tax cut. Mm-hmm. If we put corporation tax up to European levels, we'd gain eight billion. Okay. 
So we could to very pay easily. All the we, we, we could pay yeah. for everybody's degree. So we've actually take don't don't let these people talk about austerity as if it's the um, excuse for everything. They are just using it as an excuse for everything. Uh, and what they're really doing is continuing what I'm very sad to say Labour started by putting the foot in the door and inc- increasing tuition fees anyway. Now, maybe fewer people need to go to university, maybe we need to have fewer rubbish universities, right. maybe we need to have um, more apprent- uh, apprenticeships mm-hmm. and things like that. That's all to be talked about. But merely to start turning it into a business and to start uh, causing this amount of stress for people who don't want to be in that amount of debt and who shouldn't be in that amount of debt at that age is quite frankly deeply disturbing and actually I don't use it very often I find it disgusting yes I actually find it disgusting repulsive it's repulsive mm-hmm. um, and the, the, the few things that one found exceptional and exciting and that one could be proud of and I actually use, use that word despite your complaints <laughs> uh, about this country was the, yeah. were things like the NHS and things like oh, yeah. and things like the fact I that still, I can't understand how you can be proud of it, but I can be pleased uh, by it. And things like the um, like free tuition, the fact that every undergrad, you know, you, you go to America and you tell people, you know, people were s- desperately saving up for a college fund and didn't know where yes. they could. So we say, well, actually, in our country, if you put your if you put your mind to it, anybody can go to university, mm-hmm. and what's more, they'll be given a grant to help them live through those through those ages so that they can do it properly. Yes. And that well, no, that was something to feel proud about. You, the, the pride is that your society has made the right decision, and um, a, and is happy to keep that decision despite the fact that it might cost a few more pence per person. One can then feel shame when it rejects that. Right. And so now I feel shame. See, I feel pleased and then disappointed or upset. You should feel ashamed. I don't because it's not my responsibility. It is. Is uh, it? Uh, yes, it is your responsibility. Well, my voting Liberal Democrat didn't help. No, but it's also your responsibility. It's your society. You've allowed it to get like this. Me? I'm sorry. Well, what do you think? I was busy. What do you think? What do I think? Yes, about all this. Oh, it's obviously horrendous. It's like we, we actually said just before we started, it, the, 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 the Tories seem to have... They, I mean, they may as well be wearing cowls. And, 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 and going, oh, 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 and smoking, oh, smoking big cigars oh, on the top every head. speech. It's like... The, the, let's let let's attack the kid, the the the, the children, the babies, and child benefit, co- and then let's attack the students. Lower corporation and then tax, let's lower corporation tax. Uh, increase tuition fees. Trident. Um, <laughs> pay for nuclear weapons. <laughs> pay for nuclear weapons. It's like they're not being some. And of course, I, I just read that they're um they're trying they're going to privatize um an NHS department that that uh, is an agency for recruiting new nurses. They want to privatize that, uh, having the person who runs such an agency having given them eighty five thousand pounds in the run up yes. to the election. And of course, they're also um, closing down consumer organisations and audit organisations right, and, yes. and, and, and the food safety and yeah, the all FSA that. we weren't using the FSA for yeah, anything were no, we yeah. we've talked about that before I think, forgetting but... why they had to have it in the first place you know little things like BSE and some of their eggs but never mind no, that no, won't no, happen no, no, again we... it, it, uh, CJD yeah I mean, it's happened it's, it's happened in six months they've managed to do all of this it's exceptional that they didn't try to be subtle about it mm. it's, it's, it's they don't need to they've got the dark cloak of Austerity That's right, yes. and the deficit. The deficit now is around uh, 60, 65% of GDP. Mm-hmm. After the Second World War, it was about 160% yeah. of GDP, and the country was in rubble. And do you know what we did? We started the National Health Service and the welfare state. <laughs> Oops. So, so clearly. Clearly, that was a mistake. Clear, but clearly. So don't worry, the Tories aren't doing those silly mistakes. Those no, silly mistakes. The silly welfare and yeah. the NHS mistakes that we made in but the But isn't that interesting? We were in far worse state, far yeah. poorer country, far more demoralised, and with uh, far less financial capability to do it. And yet we did it, almost as if um, it's ideology rather than just bowing down to the figures. Because as you rightly said, there's no such thing as... As, as as the economy and debt anyway yeah, it's, what right. you, it's what you want it to be yeah. and they've decided that at the moment it's useful, <laughs> yes, that's right. it's it's useful, useful. for it to be like this <laughs> it's like the it's like under the cloak of darkness <laughs> turn off all the lights and then they've got the big bag of swag <laughs> <laughs> it is it is just I mean Martin Cox will be crossing me and saying I'm being very childish and <sighs> I'm being an evil socialist communist at the moment but really I've had enough of these people. I think anyone anyone who voted conservative now in a, in a in a rebellion against the evil new Labour, yeah. should just feel, they should feel shame. That is where shame should be felt at this point. Just, just when they've become a cartoon character of yes. themselves, 
in the <laughs> let's do all the most conservative things we can think of. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, the marriage, the marriage tax cut <sighs> thing as well. It's like. It was like, oh, they couldn't wait to bring it in, and he dropped it in in the middle of the conference as if it's some sort of, oh, we're very All sorry the blue about... the were very happy about that. They were very sorry about the, the cut and child benefits, but don't worry, we're going to put in this thing that was unpopular when I suggested it the last time, because it's obviously Which... anti-cohabiting couples, anti-homosexual, anti... Yeah, but it doesn't even reward the the, 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 the insult. I mean, it only gives about £12.50 <laughs> to married people anyway, so just, it, 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 it's, it's even tokenistic under its own oh. terms, you know. It's... It, it is deeply offensive what's going on at the moment, and I hope people won't give these people the benefit of the doubt for much longer. I, I do. Don't, but what, what, how, what would it take for the Liberal Democrats know. to back out of this country? Well, somebody, I, I looked at Lib, Lib Dem Voice, which is their unofficial kind of blogs, and people in the, mm-hmm. people in the, um, in the comments were saying that. They were saying, well, can you tell us in theory what they could do? Yes. I, I imagine it would involve cream teas. <laughs> no, I don't think that would matter. <laughs> I don't think anymore. it would matter. They'd be like, well, we've never done that. We were formally against paedophilia. But actually, but in this time it, of austerity. In this time of austerity, under the current economic climate, <laughs> I'm afraid kiddies need to be fiddled with. We can't fund uh, that many cream teas anymore. <laughs> no. We have to cut cream tea funding. <laughs> I think that's basically, yes, exactly. And they. they close down the, uh, the, the, the. They give cream teas to a paedophile charity because they say it's a quango. That's right. So I'm afraid, yeah, I mean... in this It's under of... threat. I mean, if you want to save it, there's a protest in London. <laughs> yes. I think next week. Yes. In br- 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 bring your clotted cream <laughs> in, in these times of austerity. Uh, but what was that? So the principle of it, of course, is disgusting. The mm-hmm. philosophy of it is disgusting. It basically is philistinism writ large. The way people treat uh, higher education at the moment—it's it, it, a disgrace. Right. Um, It—it's it, the one thing that the society should be doing. Once you stop doing that properly, once you devalue the academy, you're effectively a savage. I think you're a bunch of savages if you can't value education for education's sake mm-hmm. and as an aspiration to its own end. Then I Who, think you're basically a savage. In are they not in twenty years' time? If say this were to perpetuate for twenty years, which hopefully it won't. Surely there would be no lecturers left. Who's going to become a lecturer in a university? Well, the argument who's is going to pay to do a degree no. at that expense, then to not go off and get a well-paid job. Well, the argument is that um, students will pay so much money it'll fund. Because of course the government oh, is, okay. the government is cutting back massively in. The but who's going to be training? Who's going to train to be a lecturer? Who's going to learn the information? Well, who will train to be a social worker? Who will train to be a poorly yes. paid lab technician? Who will yeah. pay for? Who will do any of that? Uh, as I said, a nurse. It'll yeah. ironically. All these Mickey Mouse courses that everybody is rightfully suspicious of, mm-hmm. you know, media studies and golf course management, those are the cheaper courses to teach. So they'll right. be cheaper to get a degree in. You know, becoming a doctor or an engineer, mm-hmm. not so cheap. So we'll have more golf course maintainers, I guess. <laughs> Leisure and tourism. Mm. That was on everyone. That was the go-to mocker degree when all the polytechs started turning into universities. I mean... Clearly, there is, that's the philosophical side of it. But there's also just the mendacity of the Liberal Democrats, where we've got YouTube videos from days before the election. Yes. Of, of, well, I'll put some into the post yes, for this. Of, of, of Nick Clegg specifically promising that he yeah. would vote against any... Not ambiguity, not no, if circumstances no, are no, such, blah, blah, blah. No, no, indeed. absolute And indeed, ap- apologising... That they will take five years to abolish all yes, that's right. tuition fees. Uh, the way it will work is in the in your in, if you're doing a degree now in the third year you won't have to pay the fees yeah, in the following year. Yeah, the second exactly. year you shan't, and they'll cut. The... A very precise plan. Yes, very precise. And then a promise that of course they would never vote for an increase. Yes. They were only apologising that the, the, that to get it to zero will take slightly longer than they told. Because they planned to just instantly yeah. cut, but now in these more difficult times it would take five years. Yeah, and the times haven't become more or less difficult. They're pretty <laughs> no, much the, the same. Last six months. They no, they're pretty much what they found. There is what they found. Um, yes. So. They have one or two options. Either they say, we're a bunch of unprincipled psychopaths and liars. Mm-hmm. Or they say, um, everything we proposed, we've decided now, was wrong. Yes. In which case, they have a level of political and uh, psychological and philosophical incompetence. Mm-hmm. That means they're not fit to govern. Yes. 
which yeah. one, which one is it? I'm wondering what happens to... There must be a groundswell of Liberal Democrats. You know, MPs like... My, a local MP here is a guy called Don Foster, who seems incredibly sound. His voting record is superb. He voted against digital I wonder reform. If he, I he wonder if he for... signed the pledge. Because you see a lot of MPs um, and a lot of prospective Liberal Democrat candidates signed a very specific pledge where they promised their constituents that they would not vote for an increase in tuition right. fees. They signed a pledge. The pledge is there, indeed. It, the press release is still up on all their constituency sites look, today. Uh, it, and and I, if he signed that pledge, what are they going to do? Are they going to basically <coughs> say, I am a damn liar in yes. writing? Is yeah. that what they're going to do? The, the Tory MP in this area is called William Rees-Mogg. This is such a brilliant name. We know William Rees-Mogg, yes. And he is a funny-looking man. He's, he's very right-wing. He's extremely right-wing. Mm. And he, um, he announced in the Bath paper the last week that uh, the, the Liberal Democrats would be um, helping to get the keep Tories in power in all seats around the country. Hooray. And Don Foster immediately tweeted, uh, we will be fighting against the Tories at every election. Mm. Um, so he's clearly very cross, but he can't do anything about it. But I wonder if, if this will be the thing that snaps MPs like that, ones who have consistently voted for old-fashioned Liberal Democrat values. Well, the Liberals have always, I think, espoused or claim to espouse education as an important value, not just for its utilitarian benefits, but just philosophically, you know. It, being a liberal, I mean, if we think about what in America, the study of, of non-science is called the liberal arts. There's a very, yes. there's a tradition of learning in liberality. Uh, and indeed, it's, it's how a, an individual becomes self-aware and fulfilled, and that through education. So it should strike a gong in all of their consciences. You would hope so. Uh, and this has been a totem for them for so many years now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been... Oh, cutting tuition fees. I would suggest... Yeah, I yes. would suggest it's been a key policy. The yes. key policy. It's been the key policy. It's why basically. they won the student yeah. vote uh, last yeah. election and this it's one. It's been the key policy. Yeah. And they made a big deal of it at the election. It wasn't... It was pretty much the centre of their manifesto, the centre of every promise that they made, the centre mm-hmm. of pretty much every speech yes. that was given. Well, they knew that they, they could get the student vote with this. That's yeah. a, there was a there was a yeah. Machiavellian reason for going yeah. for it. Yeah, but there's also a philosophical yes. reason why yes. why they could ostensibly do it without seeming odd. It wasn't like the to when the Tories said we love the NHS. Now everybody knows that's nonsense. Mm-hmm. When the Liberals said we love higher education, you could think, well, maybe you do. Yes, that's true. Whereas. Um, now it seems that that was as hollow as everything else. And the problem is that it gives quarter to all those who say, oh, well, all politicians are the same, all politics is the same, why bother voting? Right. Yeah. And it's difficult to find an argument. <laughs> yeah, that's now. True. I mean, I do argue against that, and I, of course I do, but mm-hmm. clearly what needs to happen is that there needs to be some sort of revolution, really. Well, what's I think, happening? I, think, like, I, I know that you can ignore this, but I cannot ignore the wailing of my cat for the rest of my life. I have to go let him out of the house. But while I'm gone, tell us what hap- what's happening with the new left, the whole movement, um, with your Nick Cohens and so on. Well, there's the new new left, and then there's the new left, and there are all sorts of um, different lefts. But uh, there's a fight in, in the left wing at the moment for those who still hanker back for a kind of very centralised status leftism combined with weird ideologies like Islamism and so on. And there's another left which says that, that um, you know, coalescing with autocracies and with um, religious fundamentalism is not exactly a left-wing virtue. No. But, uh, I, I've yet to see what happens with that, because at the moment we have such a right-wing hegemony in this country that surely a new left-wing will emerge at some stage. You'd imagine it would just be a natural consequence of it, it should, and it has to, surely. Uh, I can't imagine. I know that. Or uni- war is the other option, yeah, isn't it? I know that the United Kingdom is a fairly conservative with a small sea island, mm-hmm. but nevertheless, there are certain things which are considered sacrosanct. Uh, and if, mm. you, if you fiddle too much with the NHS, if, if we woke up tomorrow and it was pretty much the American health system, surely people wouldn't accept that. No, I'd hope not. But, although, you know. We appear to be sleepwalking into these mm-hmm. things, and we've sleptwalked into effectively the American um, co- college and university yeah. system here. Once the uh, once the BBC's been abolished, we'll have sleptwalked into American media ownership and so on. Do you know what? For el- for what else? I th- used the word disgusting in the last week. What? The Banksy intro to The Simpsons. 
Oh, now, yes. you are the only other person I've, I know of who agrees with me on this matter, so I imagine we're just going to annoy the entire audience. Well, t- the, you'll have to embed this because people won't have seen it. Yes. Sorry. But uh, give, give some context so that people so understand. So, the um, famous uh, graffiti artist come corporate whore, Banksy, yes. um, was invited by Fox, 20th Century Fox, uh, proprietor Rupert Murdoch. He of the... Uh, the charity <laughs> no he's not um, he uh, was that he was invited to create the re- redesign their opening titles for them um, well, well just for a one off for a one off yes and, and so um, they, this was something that so he created but obviously didn't animate or design or draw um, a, an opening title sequence for the Simpsons which ran um, and at that point, I don't, don't think you even need to see what the open title sequence was, really, to form a conclusion at that point. Because Ooh, look at the, look Banksy's at the... working for News International. We're working yeah. for 20th Century Fox and Fox the Fox Channel. Um, I mean, you don't need to get any more sophisticated than that. So what he did was he had, you know, those, as you go through, there's some traditional Banksy ideas. There's a quite nice joke with Bart um, writing his lines, I will not write on the walls. Is this the lines on the blackboard? Except they're all across the walls of the classroom, so he's graffitied the whole classroom with a line. Do you know what I, you know what I did with that? I, went, I thought it was quite. I you know thought what was, I did. No, but I did. I yeah. went. I went. Eh. I it was. Yeah, me too. I didn't make it laugh, but I thought it was a nice I idea. Went, eh. And then there's just various other bits of nonsense. And then you get to the sofa gag. And, and then, then the sofa zoom. gag is they all sit blankly staring at the television, and then it pulls and back zooms to reveal. Out to show it's a frame, and then and it's the, the animators. Bridges. And so now you have. And and what the reason people are defending this, and the reason people think this is a great thing, is what he then did is apparently highlight the plight of those who are working in South Korea to animate The Simpsons in uh, and and indeed North Korea. Well, you've yet to provide me with the evidence. I've of that. shown you some evidence, um, scant evidence. Um, however, that of these, uh, uh, they are working in improper conditions um, in South Korea uh, to, to animate. Well, it's happening with all American av- animation; it's all outsourced to mm-hmm. uh, to countries where they don't have to pay very much to get it done okay. and so that and so i thought and when the, this first came up i thought oh my goodness it actually took me by surprise and i thought oh that's a he's that's a really clever thing to have done because it just was yeah. these people working in these gray factory-like conditions and, that have been it. And, if and it, it would have been a really powerful statement if you'd left it there it would have been very problematic because it would have been banksy working for, for, for 20th century fox which doesn't exactly quite sort of settle into his image and also for money and then who animated that sequence? Well, exactly, and then the irony that it was animated by the very people he was slaves, pretending yeah. to yeah. give a shit about. But that would have been just about... It would have broken even, I think, at that point. Yes, exactly. But then it had to become a reductio ad absurdum. To, to take the sting out of the... Exactly. Uh, With too much, well, why would Fox have broadcast it otherwise? It, it, in what people, I'm so angry with people for being so, so unsophisticated about this. They... The, the, they're saying oh look he's highlighting this what happens is as it continues it becomes more and more ludicrous until you've got the point where they're pressing a, a pressing DVDs holes on the DVDs on the horn of a bedraggled unicorn yeah indeed and and crushing crushing kittens to make the stuffing for bath right. dolls and things like and that and it's like and so essentially the message becomes oh you're so silly for worrying about this stuff yes. look how well, look, look how people look, look how people go over the top in exactly. worrying about people make such a fuss about these things yes. it can't be it can't be this bad really can it yes Look how wacky and silly it all is. Oh, you, next thing you'll be accusing us of abusing unicorns. Exactly, and it and it just becomes this. It becomes which a, is, which is an why apologetic. Rupert, which is why Rupert Murdoch was appear, prepared to broadcast. Exactly, of course. It's why it was absolutely. Mm. It was a. It was a very good piece of propaganda for them to broadcast because it at once pretends that they're aware of the condition. So they can and be smug for oh look yes. free speech and we're concerned. Yes, but actually, and at the it's same time bad. they're making it very clear to their audience on on mass. It's not that. It's not a serious. And, and you know what? We wouldn't. We wouldn't have shown it to you anyway if it were that bad. Exactly. So by showing it to you, we prove that actually we've dealt with it. And, and we've it's all made fine. sure we've made it very clear to you. It's not a serious subject. It's very silly. It's all exaggerated. People There's a lot of fuss about nothing. About big fuss. Now people have. Uh, I've had arguments, especially with my friend Stu, about his. Mm, yeah, argu- well, we know about. <laughs> his arguing that uh, that the unicorn moment was actually horrendous, and he found it quite because it was such a. It's such a. The unicorn is in such an awful condition, and when it's. It's a unicorn. I know that would be my point. That's all you have to say. They a unicorn, an imaginary beast, yes. which only an imaginary. idiot would think would exist. Yes, 
imaginary, and that's the key, and that's the that's the crucial underlying message. And it really frustrates me that this is all no imaginary. One... It's part of a an overproductive fantasy imagination. Exactly, and that People no one is picking fine, up on this. Really, I... they might just be a little grumpy because they have to work a bit late to finish the cartoon. That's all. <laughs> that's all. Oh, but but we're letting them get their grievance out in this title sequence because we're so lovely. We're Isn't not that gonna, great? We're not going to punish them. Can you imagine what it must have felt like to be in those sweatshop conditions and, <laughs> and have to animate that sequence? Lovely. Oh. Good grief. So there we are. Da 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 subversive. Ka-ching! God, I hate The Simpsons. I hate The Simpsons, and I well, I find The Simpsons boring mostly. I, I, no, I, hate I actually, actually I actually hate them now because because of that they've become reaction. Well, they're, they're not they've come, but their reactionary nature has become more and more evident. Mm-hmm. And this the, the notion that they were ever subversive just oh absolutely. Yeah, people keep saying that. I know we've mentioned it before, but yeah, no. people still say it today. The it's most so subversive, subversive thing on television. Mm. Disgusting. It's because it's subversive, Nick. Because actually, they're they're a, they're a family that works, even though they're flawed. That's never been portrayed on television before. No. And then people say, "But Homer strangles Bart," and then no. you go, "Yeah, it's a cartoon." And he doesn't actually strangle Bart. He Tom, just goes, yeah, Tom, Tom and Jerry so hit each other with. Well, Tom and Jerry appliances. were more were more subversive then. So for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. It just like, if you want subversion in a cartoon, you got drawn together as like childishly subversive, but mm. great. You had Ren and Stimpy were subversive mm. for the form it took and then time it did it. I mean, there's cartoons going back. Tex Avery was subversive, and nothing subversive about the Simpsons. No, so Simpsons is one of the least subversive it's cartoons. Such... That's why it has such wide stream. It wasn't until wide, Conan O'Brien came on. Like, Conan O'Brien came on the writing team, and I think it was like third or fourth season that he was the one who finally broke them free of Groening's rule that nothing is allowed to happen in this cartoon that couldn't happen in a live action sitcom really that was the rule they wrote by and it wasn't until Conan and Brian came on the writing team and did the uh, the monorail episode and oh, they really? were broken free of that ridiculous rule was that a rule yeah it was a rule yeah. why was there that? why don't they just make a live action <laughs> you've got to wonder haven't you I don't rate Matt Groening well no I, I everyone I, I live with people who adore Futurama to a, a, a extraordinary degree I just found I just sit there blank faced throughout just alright it doesn't work for me at all. I think I just have the the wrong gene or something because I just watch it and just feel nothingness for try it. Try corduroy instead. Oh please, come on, come on! <laughs> I might actually edit that out. It's so annoying. <laughs> yes, but of course you must love Banksy for his because um, you know as much as he obviously was doing. I, I just think I, I not, clearly not obviously because no one else agrees, but because um, no one is willing to accept the obvious message behind that but you must have become a big fan of his for his work in uh, in, in uh, Israel oh yes he was very subversive there there he was yes what I, quite, what I find quite funny is he painted on the bit of the wall that was the wall scenes of you know escape and images mm-hmm. to make it look more beautiful and of course Palestinian came and said we hate this wall it's it's not beautiful stop trying to make pretend that it's beautiful go home we can't stand you so he didn't really get he didn't get good publicity from anybody but he felt smug and that's the important that's thing that's the important thing mm-hmm. and then he widely publicised it on his website make sure everyone knew yeah, and, and then sold prints of it did he? mm-hmm you know, oh, <sighs> vile creature. I think I have more respect for genuine taggers who actually, oh, of course. you know, taggers who actually get, you know, the, especially the ones who have clearly got <laughs> some precipitous risk to do, like hanging mm-hmm. over a railway bridge yes. and that kind of thing. Whereas he's clearly an artist, and we were going to discuss. That oh yes, we probably should, shouldn't we? It's going to be a very serious podcast, isn't it? It's very well, serious, John, what I, I always go on about. What do you think of art? Capital A. <laughs> well, I think before we carry on, you need to define capital A art because a lot of people have been confused, thinking you have a problem with art as an entirety, as a lowercase a. Well, I don't like the word art anymore. I've decided it mm-hmm. makes me feel queasy right. because of what it come to represent. I think R capital A is that very specifically atomized and I would say alienated portion of culture, which self-consciously and self-importantly proposes that it is art. Yes. Now that's a circular definition, but it's meant to be. Okay. Because I think that's all you can say it is, and I think that's its problem. Um, it's like a self-important little man who, because he wears a uniform, thinks that he is that which the uniform represents, and never stops to consider what that might be. Um, now I'm not here saying oh, this modern art's all rubbish because it's sort of because uh, I don't know what it means, and a mm-hmm. child could do that. Yeah. What, I'm, what, <laughs> I, what, what I mean is, it's become an incestuous part of commerce. Um, it's an empty and vapid part of commerce. It seems to involve 
very unpleasant sort of nepotism in order to um, make any achievements in it. And the actual results of that nepotism is what gains you the uh, success or otherwise. It doesn't seem to be related to much else. Um, now, one might argue that you, ta talent is difficult to measure or that uh, simple effort and talent shouldn't necessarily be the be-all and end-all of cultural production. But on the other hand, it seems to me that much modern art has become little more than a bad visual pun, as I've said before, right. or, or as something that's meant to be a very simplistic metaphor mm -hmm. um, made out of rubbish or clay or coat hangers. You know, if I want very simplistic metaphors... I can probably read the look at the Daily Telegraph political cartoon. Yes. I don't need art with a capital A. To do. I don't need Tracy Ehrman to tell me that uh, com commerce can be debilitating. Whilst of course she sells all her art. Or, I quite or like that, Tracy Ehrman's stuff. Or that the light. Or, 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 and I and I and I probably actually don't need um, Damien Hirst to remind me that animals, including people, die. Do you not? I probably don't need. I don't even. I don't actually need him to cut a shark in half. I actually did need that because I was. I thought everything was immortal. Right, and then you saw the shark. I thought, what? Mm, I. I don't. I don't need that. And one might argue that although you can take of it what you want, but um, no, they're quite insistent that you're not allowed to. You know, you know, just um, or when they say, well, you know, it's just whatever the viewer wants you to make. No, you don't actually mean that. No, you clearly don't. And there's this hackneyed, very simplistic. Um, semiotics going on with art, capital A, where one is supposed to draw certain inferences very clearly from the capital A art, and if one doesn't, one is somehow debased. Um, and I don't like the whole pseudo-religious nature of going around an art gallery. You are, <laughs> you are the viewer. It is, a pseudo-religious is yeah. very true. You, you, you are supplicating before these works of the creator yes and you can only stand in awe do not touch do not touch stand in awe and worship before them mm -hmm. be very quiet like in a cathedral yes that's right. Shh. Shh. this is something you can never do but you can only ever look at and wonder <laughs> and that's my problem because i think art should be there should almost not be a word for it it should be that embedded into everything we are and do that the moment that we feel that we need to create a word for it like something other, something floating in its own bubble that we occasionally glance at, that means the problem's happened. If, right. we, if the word is... If there's a word for it, it's almost like there's a problem. Um, it should just be the stuff that we do when we're not working or the stuff that we're interested in when we're not at graft. That should be art, and it should be part... Sh I don't see why art you should getting be different... To, I, by, by saying that, aren't you getting dangerously close to trying to define what is art? No, I'm saying that the moment that art decides that it is something that deserves to be defined, we're in a problem. Right. And, and, uh, so what about, okay, so what about, say, a painting? Like, here's a painting. Is that a painting? Yes, yes. there's a painting. Yeah. It exists to be a painting and nothing else. It's not something, you know, it is art in that in the sense that it's a painting. It's very dusty art. Mm. I quite like this piece. Mm -hmm. um, I like the colours, yeah. Yes, it's good colours. And the fact that he's got his kidney stuck on that tree. Mm. Now, what could that mean? Could that mean that what? there's the interconnectedness <laughs> of all living beings and we need to look after Mother Gaia? That's probably what we're supposed to be thinking about. Well, I don't know. I just I like the fact that his tree becomes, his leg becomes the tree. And it's mm. just, I like, but I like the fact that it's up to me to decide what it means and not to have, and I choose not to care what it means. I just like it. Yeah, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't venerate it. That's the thing. I was, I, 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 but it's, distinguishly, it's distinctly art as opposed to going swimming, which would be an act I do outside of work. And what about, uh, okay, and what about synchronised swimming? Is well, that art? I don't. I, this is the problem. I don't. I'm not interested in saying what is art, but I want to say by saying all things that aren't work are art becomes a little silly because no. But I mean, we. I don't want to define it at all. Mm -hmm. uh, let's just abolish the term. Why? Yeah, there fair, need to no, be I agree. I agree, and I think as soon as you define it, you. Yeah, I would suggest. I would suggest uh, trying to live life not thinking, of, not allowing oneself to have the word art. It's probably right. quite useful because then you have to think really much more inclusively about things. I want to. I, I, it, it repels me that we can live in cities with, with very, very ugly buildings, ugly roads, um, unpleasant uh, underpasses, mm -hmm. and 
we're expected to get our aesthetics from inside a little art gallery in the middle of it all. Right. Like it can all be distilled there. And then we no longer have to worry about the architecture and the general fabric mm-hmm. of a society. We don't have to worry about the interactions of people normally because that's all, that's all dealt with in the art. You know, it's on the stage. It's, on the, it's in the painting. It's in the sculpture. So that's okay. We've, we've got those things and then everything else can be debased and we don't need to worry about aesthetics and any other... Imagine how notion. many... We don't need to worry about drama outside the stage. It, 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 I find that sort of offensive, really. Imagine how many frowny-faced sims you'd have in your, if, if you built Swindon in SimCity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, well, exactly. I think that's the problem. We, a society that... A society that venerates the word art finds itself able to build Swindon. <laughs> I think that's my problem that's with it. it. And there is an un, un, arguable point. Yeah. Uh, Inarguable, I, 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 that, I think that's the problem. It's when we, when we allow... It, it's a bit like in a normal working society you'd have a solution with mm-hmm. all sorts of solvents and solutes in it and all, you know, mix it all together. But what art does is it distills off the aesthetic bits. It distills them, puts them in a special little test tube, puts a cork on, puts that on a shelf. And it leaves all the rest away, and I think it's art is better for being in the solution, and and unable to quite tell, quite tell where it begins and where it ends. I think it's healthy yeah. not to worry. The the reason that we can't define art is that we probably shouldn't. I, I, this is the one I think of always. There should just be aesthetics. There should just be appreciation, mm-hmm. and there should just be responses to things in an aesthetic way. Also, by doing this, you prevent, you remove the option for people to say, if they don't like something, that's not art. Yes, well, exactly. Oh, I once had the well, most what, what enormous that, row with what, my dad about that. What it means is that, um, for whatever reason, it's not instilling in you an aesthetic appreciation. Sure. Now, that's not to say that you're necessarily correct, you can't be correct about such things, but what I could mm-hmm. say is there may be a part of your brain that you haven't opened up yet to allow you to. Um, I use you as a case in point with heart tickles. Yeah. Um, you know, once, and once you open up that part of your brain, you may be able to enjoy it and mm-hmm. to gain some um, additional vibrancy to your life through it. But it doesn't mean that you're necessarily a worse person no. for not enjoying it it can make other people sad because people empathise and they want you to gain the same enjoyment that's right yeah. so they will enthuse and they will say well actually try looking at it like this and see if it sparks off a few interesting aesthete neurons see what happens now as it happens I find it difficult for most figures of art to do that for me I can like the colours I can find it restful I can find that it complements <laughs> an otherwise bare wall well mm-hmm. but I as I've said before, I can't become emotionally engaged in the way I say can with music. Right. Um, I've, I've tried, but I think my brain probably just isn't wired up for that sort of thing. Um, and there are other people I know, for example, my brother doesn't really become emotionally engaged with music. Okay. Um, I think there are certain people who, for all the will in the world, that's just not the way they're wired up, and that's no, fine. No, absolutely, sure. Um, there are others who um, are happy to be ignorant about the aesthetic possibilities in life. And I think it's sad. Sad, but it's not sad, but it's not damning. a moral. It's not a moral issue. I, w- <laughs> I, I, I would only say that um, it annoys me in the sense that people who decide they don't like food without tasting it annoy me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that is annoying because you, you, you oh, yes. it's 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 just annoying because you, you 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 just become annoyed by the cussedness of it. Really, do you know? I tried because um, uh, my my promise to keep trying olives until I like them. Um, we went to Nando's recently, oh, yeah. and they have—I don't know what they did with their olives, but that marinated was quite, in a nice that was quite par- palatable. Yeah. So the other uh, a couple of days ago, I was at uh, someone's house for lunch, and they had olives, and I thought I'll just have an olive because I'll—I'm not thinking I was going to like it, but because yeah, I knew that they were unusual. Yeah. But I thought I will try it because yeah. I'm not—I'm not willing to not try it. Yeah. I bit. It's better go back to those YouTube videos of babies tasting lemon mm. for the first time. I was I put it in my mouth and I and I was more confident that I was going to mm. be because I'd had one I liked yeah. and so I bit into it and my entire face grew up and I had to, I had to spit it out. It was so <laughs> awful. So I keep trying but I can't. Well, it may be that your taste buds won't allow you to enjoy olives. I'm afraid. It may maybe, be that you're but I'll super, keep I'll keep trying just in case. Maybe you're super tasting. What I mean, I'm nearly thirty three. No, the chance of them no, changing no, might no, disappear. No, but actually, what I would suggest you try to do is to revel in the harshness of it it's a oh. bit like it's a bit like you know when, when no but but yeah when when, when when older people first heard distorted guitar mm-hmm. you know before 
guitar was played in a nice jazz way and then suddenly people yes. like Jimi Hendrix and so on actually said well actually if we create feedback and distortion and mm-hmm. so on then oh my goodness that's hurting my ears that sounds disgusting that's the sound you don't want to happen that's the opposite <laughs> that's yes. the opposite of a nice sound uh-huh. why would you purposefully inflict that upon yourself but people were able to train their ears into realising that that was actually the point. Mm-hmm. And I think you can sometimes get that with food. Not always, because sometimes your yeah. your bass revulsions I are I think my bass revulsion is strong. very powerful. But, but I will keep trying. Try, try. But, try, but, but actually say to... I don't like that. No, but, actually, that when but, I, yeah, but actually say to yourself, that, that, that the harshness of the reaction and that weirdness that I feel by even putting this in my mouth now, mm-hmm. that's actually... That, that, that's, that's the thing to I like this because it's disgusting no but, no, no, but that's the thing to be interested in at least right. to say it's a strong interesting it's not bland it's no not, I'm well I'm, I'm, I am genuinely it's not like eating a, a, a sad piece of stale bread there's something interesting going on here and then try and almost decode what it is say well, what is it is it bitter is it salty what are trying to try yeah. and um, apportion out the flavours that you feel I think I'd be more willing to do that with something like Marmite which I've always hated I think I'd be more willing to kind of learn to like Marmite than I would be Olives Oh, that'd be interesting. I think you could learn. But people them. adore olives. There's something, and I just think it's fascinating that they're. Well, not, I, I did people, hate olives. People when revere I was young, them, don't they? They absolutely they go crazy over mm. olives, and they pay lots of money. They for are special Moorish. ones, and it's so interesting that something I find quite so. Well, disgusting. I'm like that with marzipan. You're not like that with marzipan because you're constantly eating it and then being okay with it. I know. I know. I try it like you just to see. No, what you I don't. Can. You like marzipan. No, That's I really don't. We've, we've, we've unearthed this lie. No, do I like don't. Marzipan. I really don't. But uh, I don't. I don't like it. But I can. I, I've. I've tried it enough to see why people do. I can kind of understand it now. It's just that it's. It, it, it's too fragrant and too sweet. How are you sweetened. with almonds? Almonds, I'm okay with. They're not my favourite nut. Right. My favourite nut is of course the macadamia. What about cyanide? Um, well, that's almonds, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. No. Um, I, I, it's okay, actually. So yeah. I know it's all right. Yeah. Especially when you um, when you have it in apple pips. They're delicious. <laughs> yes, that's right. Your body you mustn't eat an apple pip because otherwise you'll grow a tree in your tummy. Yeah. Your body actually has evolved to be able to deal with that amount of cyanide. It knows right. that you will be swallowing pips occasionally, and sometimes you'll break the um, break the encapsulating package of that and that's get a little bit. There is actually a bit of cyanide. That's lovely. In, in an apple pip, but your and in, 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 cyanide in the cigarette, isn't and it? And indeed, yes, and indeed in apricot and peach pips. You know, when you break right. them apart and you've got that weirdness. That's why um, you know the flavour of peach and almonds and um, bitter almonds all mixes together mm-hmm. and gives you that flavour. And your body, your I think your kidneys and your liver can deal with about that amount. Right. It's all right. Probably best not to have any more than that. No, though. more than that, and you'll probably die. So. A little bit dead. Yeah, a little bit dead. Yeah, um, which is more dead than you'd usually like. I think so. So, in summary, then Vince Cable. <laughs> yes, I think he you remember should be he was Lord Lord Vince Cable. But you remember he was very much flavour of the month. He said he's oh yeah yeah he's a breath of fresh air. He's the only honest politician. He's, he's the only one. He's the only high ranking uh, Lib Dem of any useful position in the government too. And hmm. oh, what a splendid chap he's turned out to be. I think we're supposed to end now. We are we? about supposed to end now. We haven't been very funny this episode. Well, we can't be funny every week. Uh, not every week can be a b- uh, a bone splitting, <laughs> lip cracking, <laughs> plastic smashing orgy of comedy excess, can it? No. And we're cross today. Yes, especially especially you. You're very cross. I know you don't mind because you don't care. That's right. I don't care because I ref- the reason Nick thinks I don't care is because I refuse to be angry with it. Uh, angry with him about it at eleven o'clock last night when I was very tired. Well, I take I, I am due, and you refuse to. I be watched angry. the videos you sent me. I agreed with you; it was very bad, but I refused to start shouting and ranting about it because I was too tired. Hashtag rum doings. I don't think hashtag rum doings is going to. Podcast. I don't know if you're going to notice hashtag rum doings. I'll look for it for you. I'll put on some Google things. We do have at podcast at rum doings registered. So if you if you if enough people sign up to at rum doings to follow rum doings there, I might bother tweeting from it. Like I tweet the announcements in new episodes, and people can tweet questions to it that we could ask. Actually, yes. Actually, you should do that. um, Follow at rum doings. No space or underscore or anything. Follow it. See what happens. Yeah. Uh, podcast.rumdings.com to email us and actually bother because so few people do people don't bother do they and we like it when they feedback because it gives us stuff to talk about exactly. it sparks off it sparks off new exactly. discussions assume that if you do email us assume that we will let's say your name on air and read it out loud don't for goodness sake email us you don't want to tell us like for instance well, I wouldn't email us to tell us you, you enjoy um, carnal pleasures while listening to the podcast and not <laughs> expect us to discuss that on the podcast I should stress that the couple who did let us know were very happy seemed very delighted that we discussed it yes. but I'm just saying that sort of thing will get brought up yes, if indeed. you tell us indeed so you know um, you probably have the opportunity to have 
few thousand people hear things. Um, so if you want them to hear it, here's your chance. Absolutely. And then, and, and the other thing that surprises me is, I mean, we've complained about this before, but how few people retweet the announcements, even though we ask you well, to. It's very difficult. You have to go, it's a oh, lot. click. I know. And I always even leave enough space so you can do an old-fashioned retweet if you want to, if you want to do it the old way. Um, and so few people bother. And so few people leave a comment on the blog post about Bother. it. Bother.org slash... Bother.org slash... I'm doing... Or whatever it would tag slash blog. Just, well, just, just go slash, slash blog. blog and it'll yeah. be all there. Yeah, but it's amazing. We we know we get enough people listening to this, but very few people talk back. Yeah, it's you're it's all, really you're all, you're all wretched actually. It is. It is. I, I do hate them quite. A lot. <laughs> I actually do hate. Yeah. Them. I sort of hate all of you people who are listening to this in a funny way. Not 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 a burning there are, there are, visceral hate. There hatred, are like five or six people who listen who are very. You know, they're like, all listening right now we, going, oh, but that's so unfair, we I name feedback them? all the time. Uh, Arthur and Banji or whatever his name I is. I think there's Fede Feed, I don't think he listens. And who's the one from America? Banji. I don't remember. Bambi. Bambo. <laughs> Booby. No. Booby, the listener Booby. Yeah, we, we have about three or four people who will very frequently. Sometimes Abraham. Sometimes Ragnar Thunvik retweets it, which makes me very happy because he's the guy who created The Longest Journey. Good. And he retweets it for us sometimes. Always delights it's funny, me. none of your Rock, Paper, Shotgun people listen to this. or. Oh, no, no, they, oh, no you mean my colleagues. Yes. Uh, Rock, Paper, Shotgun readers listen, No, 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 but, but, none of your colleagues, audience, but, 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 but none of your colleagues do no, whatever no, have. None of my friends listen, and they make the same point. They all say, we get quite enough of you in real life. I do want to listen to more of you. Yeah. Um, so you know, my co- I, I, th- I think I have some friends who listen, but I know none of my housemates do. And why would they? I mean, they have to spend they, every day with me. Yes, can you imagine listening? Uh, but no, the fact that none of all your RPS colleagues have steadfastly refused. You think yes. they'd be slightly curious, even to know what? We're, but no, it's like been a perda thing. A few friends and a few of my friends listen. A few, a few friends from church listen, which always terrifies don't, me. Don't say in church. case they tell someone else at church about it, and then I get uh, Ex- in trouble. Excommunicated. Excommunicated. Okay. From from a church organisation we're not part of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shall, shall we shall we say goodbye? Oh, I don't want to. I'm too. I want to. No, we, we, we've got our second win now that we've become angry, angry about the awful people who listen <laughs> to this. We could go on about them. Just think, this consumers. You think I'll just consume and give nothing back? Uh, what 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 point would there be in my leaving a little comment to say thanks or make a, a reaction? To make the a, make an observation. You know, say something. Uh, or disagree. Whatever. Yes, be angry. Say say, say education is us, say education is just a privilege for the elitist few, and they should damn well pay for it, should, just like they pay for their cars tuition fees should be doubled well they are doubling the tuition fees should be uh, <laughs> quadrupled quad million <laughs> and they should, oh, Banksy's the greatest living artist of our time and Matt Groening is, is, like, is, is, is basically Trotsky yeah, and, it's, it's, you know, that's right all, all these things you could be it's saying Swiftian subversion and how, and how dare you diss art it's the best thing since crumpets you know <laughs> that's right that's what we want we want to hear we don't even want to be agreed with no we don't want you to just go <laughs> Download. Gobble, 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 gobble. You greedy bastards. You Microsoft bings. I just go away. Don't listen ever again. None of you. Podcast at rumdoings.com. 